Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 18 of Sports Talk with BT and Stuvie. And we will be doing something a little different with this podcast. We are doing no trivia in this podcast that will be made into a YouTube video that will be posted directly after we get done with the Starting the live YouTube, YouTube video content. Yes. So we, we are going to get started in the divisional round of the NFL playoffs. Uh, we're last weekend and the first game of the day on Saturday and my BT, Houston Texans. BT. Um, I told a, you, I told you the defense was going to be a handful for you. Yeah. Um, uh, we kept it close. Our defense kept us in it. And then the defense has got yeah, the first half. And then the second half, Yeah, the defense got fatigued in the second half. Lamar had another MVP type game. Yeah. I, 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 I really, really impressed with Lamar's performance. Running the ball and passing the ball. He didn't miss very many passes when they were open. And then he ran the ball really extremely well against our front seven. Yeah. Um, Stroud looked – I mean, when you're playing up against the defense – yeah, you, you, you could tell he looked flustered. Um, yeah. But, I mean, Cold. that's what happens when you play the best defense in the league. Yeah, this is, this is the best team in the league. Yeah. Like, these are um, – like. I could say one of the better defenses. I don't think they've allowed. Go to the Baltimore's uh, schedule and see like what's the most amount of points they've allowed. I don't think they've allowed that much. Uh, Nineteen, twenty-four, thirty-one of the Browns preseason. Uh, Yeah, but that's a. But they haven't allowed recently. Twenty-four is the most when that was with the Bengals, and I'm pretty sure they were resting. No, wait, no, that's the second week. That's the first game. They go down. The most points they've allowed is thirty-one. Thirty-one, but that was against the hot Rams team. Yeah, who has way more offensive weapons than uh, yeah than the Houston Texans. But looking at the stats here, yeah, uh, y'all couldn't run the ball to save your life. We couldn't. We couldn't run against their front seven. The offensive line struggled today. CJ Stroud, he he was flustered because he was getting pressured so much. Yeah, gonna say he didn't get sacked at all, but he was he was doing a good job getting that ball out and out of bounds, so he didn't take a sack. But yeah, um, Nico Collins had a big game. I think Nico Collins should be on the roster next year. He is a free well, I agent. Don't, I don't think there's any doubt about it. I mean, he played his ass out this year and yes, yes, proved that he's a viable wide receiver. Um, Our defensive line showed up. Will Anderson had a good game. Pro Bowler Will Anderson. Pro now that Max Crosby is not going to be in the AFC Pro Bowl, AFC side of the Pro Bowl. So well, nobody would have thought <laughs> the first half of the year that Will Anderson would be in the Pro Bowl. But here he is. Yeah, he uh, definitely changed the season around for sure. And he got in the Pro Bowl rightfully so. Um, yeah, but like we said, Lamar had a big rushing day, 100 yards, lean yeah. passer, lean rusher. Didn't really need to pass the ball as much the way they were running it. And yeah. the defense got fatigued. Um, that's It's basically what I, I hope Texans would keep it close. I didn't say I thought they were going to win. Yeah. I mean, as a fan, I was hoping they would win. But yeah, just as, as a football. As a realist, I did not think they were going to win. Just a yeah, rookie and, quarterback in that environment. Yeah. That, that crowd was rowdy. Mm-hmm. They always are. Baltimore is a rowdy crowd every time, every again in every game. Honestly, um, yeah. But like, like to be fair, this they are probably the favorite to win the Super Bowl right now. Yeah, I'd say. But um, I will say, I feel like the second half goes differently if Kamai Fairburn hits that kick at the end of the half. I mean, maybe, but like you gotta think, 
even that, you'd be down by twenty-one. Uh, well, the offense did had a they had a good drive, and then, yeah, I don't know. I just think and I predicted this last week that the Ravens' defense was too good, and just you know they they shut down CJ Stroud and the Texans' offense, and uh, the Texans' defense really couldn't do nothing about Lamar and his running game. So I think like if you're unable to contain a quarterback who is known to be a mobile quarterback, yeah, and you know you're allowing a hundred yards of rushing for a quarterback and uh, yeah. all these touchdowns, it's just like it's hard to win any game when you're allowing a quarterback to score four touchdowns. Nonetheless, four or two rushing touchdowns and two passing touchdowns. But I think the Texans will be back definitely next year. Yes, we will definitely be back. But this is probably, I would consider this the second best game of the week, weekend. Um, it was, the, surprisingly, the Green Bay Packers gave the 49ers a run for their money. Yeah, and I mean. Is, and is a field goal away from being in the conference championship, in my opinion. It, well, yeah, and um, got to give the hats off. We, we talked about this last week. The Packers are no like team to you know overlook. Yeah, We talked about this in the playoffs. Um, we talked about this last week. They are not a team to overlook. They, you know, played an almost perfect game. Um, Jordan Love's two interceptions were one of them wasn't really his fault. Well, the one the cross body. Yes, that was his fault. Well, the, one the one tip. The one tip was not his fault. I'll, yeah. I'll say that. But he should not have. Done, I know he's a young quarterback, but you should not be throwing cross body. Yeah, no, not as. Well, you had two timeouts in that situation. Yeah, and. You know, you're not forced. It wasn't like a third and ten situation. You know what I mean? Like he just yeah. forced the ball. That's a young, young quarterback doing that. Um, Brock Aaron Purdy. Jones, yeah, like Brock, the game. Brock Purdy did struggle. He did struggle, but and I will and I will say if if that Brock Purdy shows up next week or I guess Sunday against Detroit, I think the Forty ers could be in some trouble. Yeah, but you also got to think that like you know he's had that he's had the the I don't want to say it. The uh he can't come up good. He's not good in clutch time, and he doesn't yeah. do the right in clutch time. Look what he did last game or against in this game. He yeah, played, that, that he, he played a he played a game. perfect he played a perfect final drive for the Niners and George Kittle leading receiver, and I'm guessing that might be this way for the conference championship too. I don't know Debo Debo Samuel's status is up in the air. Debo so. did not practice today, and so he is probably not going to play which, Sunday, which is a big. Uh, but we've reported saying that the players aren't going to play on Wednesdays, and they end up playing. Yeah, so. I mean, but that's the thing, you know. It, it's a it's a right now, you know what I mean? Like he hasn't practiced, and they play Sunday, um, and the Niners are eight and nine when they are without Debo Samuel, so. Yikes! They're like thirty-three and something with with them on the field playing, but eight and nine without him. But I mean, I the Niners look good. Their defense, you know, struggled in the first half, but then really stepped up. I mean, the, I don't know. It was this yeah, is a very it, good it was game. a really good game. But yeah, it seems like it's the Packers' way to lose to the 49ers by a field goal in the playoffs. Yeah, and I mean, Aaron Jones is a solid back. I think. Yeah. For, he's young, isn't he? No. No, not young. Is he a free agent? Uh, I don't, I don't think so. I think he got a contract extension. Uh, AJ Daniel or AJ Dillon, their backup running back, is a free agent this year, though. Um, 
but like this young, this Packers team is no team to over. Like I've said this like four times already, but yeah. it's true. I mean, like no one thought they'd do this good this year with the talent they have. But yeah. look what they did. They arguably like were one play away from making the NFC Championship. Yeah, I I, I think if he makes that kick, the Packers win. I have to agree. I mean, they didn't really. It could debate whether they were the Niners were like nervous or whatever um, in that final drive because they were taking their time. They weren't making stupid plays. Brock Purdy was making good, you know, reads and stuff like that. Um, it's just the what if, you know what I mean? Would they have won in overtime? Now that's a question to ask because you know, yeah, just based on that, how that game was playing out, the Packers were. Yeah, they were moving. They were moving down the field on mm-hmm. that defense. Yeah, I mean, look at the run that set them up in field goal position. Aaron Jones, yeah, had a hell of a game, and he he's an angry runner. He's like Isaiah Pacheco. I wouldn't compare him to Isaiah Pacheco, well, obviously, but, but you know how Isaiah Pacheco, all his runs are like angry runs. Yeah, but um, uh, yeah, this is a very young young Packers team. I they'll they'll be here for multiple straight years. I mean, yeah, they're gonna be a team to deal. Together. They're gonna be a team to be dealt with in the NFC North. Yes. All right. Well, that will move us on to the Sunday games. Um, unfortunately, for me, holding on. Okay. Uh, the Lions survive in a this. This was a thrill that went down to the wire. Yeah, but I mean, the, the Baker Baker just threw the ball right to him in the last drive. Yeah, last drive. Like we could say same thing about um, Jordan Love. One of the interceptions was not Baker's fault. Yeah. And Mike Evans, like we said in the last podcast, if it, the ball hits you right here, you should catch the ball. Mm-hmm. Mike Evans didn't catch the ball. Yeah. And went up in the air, and then C.J. Gardner-Johnson just thinks he's something because he hit a deflected interception in the air. Yeah. Um, a Baker had a good game. Mm-hmm. One thing I would be concerned of about this Lions defense heading into the thing, this is the sixth straight week of giving up 345-plus yards passing. Yeah. For the Lions. I, I don't think they're going to – like. I don't think – if you can't keep that streak up, especially going up against, like, you know, yeah, three all-pro quarterbacks, you know. Yeah. But, you know, I, I know I say three, but they're really going to play two. But, like, the, the possibility, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Lamar's yeah. probably MVP – Mahomes has always been like up there, even though he's having a shit season. He's still all pro. Brock Purdy's having an all pro type season. Um, yeah, it was MVP MVP candidate up until they played the Ravens, but um, they cannot keep playing like this if they yeah, want to no. go to the Super Bowl. Uh, but they ended up they ended up pulling it out here. Jameer Gibbs had a, mm-hmm. he had his really out uh, breakout game here. Mm-hmm. Um, big big touchdown run. It was like a 40-yard touchdown run, if I'm Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Amara St. Brown caught a lot of big passes. They like to run that curl route with him. They yeah. get the, it gets the first down every time. Yeah. They, you saw it against the Rams. You saw it here multiple times. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing that costed the Bucks this game, Mike Evans, he, yeah, it looks like he had a good game, but he, he dropped a lot of really, really important balls. And that would have kept the drive alive, got him into field goal range, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, I didn't watch the game unfortunately, so I wasn't quite, I wasn't yes. wasn't quite sure what happened, but um they just one you couldn't get the run game with uh no 
Rashad Wright, no. Yeah. The, um, the offensive line had a really bad day blocking Aiden Hutchinson and that entire defensive mm-hmm. line. Baker Mayfield was sacked four times, pressured I, – I think he was pressured like five times. Yeah. Excluding um, those sacks. Fucking Craig Reynolds with the one carry for one yard for one touchdown. Yep. Munch. Um, was, he was just a – it was a one-yard line handoff. Yeah. It was fourth and goal. Yeah. Um. It's gonna be interesting to see what the Bucks do uh, and what Baker does. Yes, I think I think Baker is going to resign. There is mutual interest, and they said around forty to forty-five million dollars a year, which, ooh, that's a lot of money. Yeah, it For is. Somebody who was almost out of the league last year and really yeah. proved himself this year, he got his money. Yeah, that's gonna be interesting to see how he plays, knowing that he's gonna be locked up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, uh, if, if I was Baker, I would stay. I mean, yeah, but he lost his options. That's the thing. Yes, Mike Evans did announce he would he would like to return to the yeah. Bucks. Mm-hmm. As he should. I mean, he had a good season. Yeah, um, but the Lions advance and move on. Mm-hmm. This will move us on to the last game of the 2023-2024 divisional cycle. The pain game. Oh, I think this was the best game in the in the it divisional was, round. But it was just a very. God, let down of a name. Like I said, like I said during the last podcast, the Chiefs always find a way, no matter how much you doubt them. They're like Tom Brady's Patriots; they will always find a way to win. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Tyler Bass, uh, missed. Uh, how do you missed, miss missed field goal with Bill, Bills fans? Worst, like worst saying. It was wide right. Yeah, worst oh. saying. Uh-huh. Um, Josh Allen had a hell of a game. Yes. Josh Allen literally tried their best to carry this team. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I give him all props. I kind of feel bad for him. Um, Stephon Diggs sold. I, I really do. Oh, you, you cannot. You cannot blame Tyler Bass as much. Yeah, as you can blame but Stephon yeah, Diggs. that that pass it was like it was an amazing. Pass. That was a touchdown if he catches. It was that a, yeah touchdown, and he fucking drops it. When you're considered one of the better wide receivers in the league, and at one point the best wide receiver in the league. You don't drop those easy balls. You know what I mean? Travis Kelsey had a big game. Yeah. And, you know, he he had to. His brother was in the – dude, his brother was in the the press box taking the shirt off. and Oh, my God. (laughs) That was funny. You know what? If the uh, Chiefs make the Super Bowl, just show him doing that. Then inside of Taylor Swift every five minutes, please. Dude, there's like a thing. It's just like if if the Chiefs won the Super Bowl, Travis Kelsey is going to propose. Like, oh my god, please don't no, don't even put that in my head. Yeah, but uh, I mean, the Chiefs play good football, Pat Mahomes did his thing. Um, Isaiah Pacheco, big game, big game. But I think the real star of this game during that fourth quarter was the Chiefs defense. Yeah, 100%. I mean, the, like, the Buffalo was, yeah, the yeah, whole I mean, game, yeah, they the them. Oh, and one other thing, why the fuck would you run a a, a oh fake my god! With the Mar Hamlin when it's like they, fourth they thought, and four, they thought they were gonna let him do that little Nebraska kid thing and let him go. <laughs> Dude, they thought they thought they thought they were gonna make a movie out of that right there. Oh my was... god! Awful play call, but Awful it didn't end call. up. They still had a chance because they fumbled the ball. Uh, well, bang yeah. bang play. This is why football is a game of inches. Yeah, well, his butt, his butt is inches off the ground from that from that not from being him ruled down. Yeah, but um, I also. It's just they had plenty of opportunities. After that play that he fumbled outside the end zone, they got the the Bills got the ball back. They started driving the ball. 
and they couldn't even get it 20 yards. You're not going to be able to win a game when you, uh, you know, you can't move the ball. Yeah, no. Like, the Chiefs Especially against the Chiefs one of the gave better that, defenses that, in the league. The Bills defense gave that Bills offense so many chances to march down and win that game. Yeah. Um, Patrick Mahomes didn't – well, he did look good. Mm-hmm. But it didn't look like an old Patrick Mahomes. He looked rattled for his first home playoff game a little a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. Rasheed Rice did get hurt in this game, I think. So that okay. would be a key injury to watch for. I think he did, but I am not sure. But um, I know Travis Kelsey is their lean receiver, but when Dalton Kincaid is your lean receiver, you're not going to win. Well, yeah, and like this isn't a shot to Dalton Kincaid. He's probably one of the up and coming, one of the better up and coming tight ends. I, yeah. I I compare him to Travis Kelsey in my eyes. Um, but it's just like, where has Stephon Diggs been? You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, like, Khalil like, did get hurt for mm-hmm. the Bills, so they were yeah. down. The Bills were down two of their best receivers. In this yeah, game with, without Dave Davis didn't yeah. play, right? Yeah. yeah, and I think Dawson Knox did get hurt too. So yeah, it's just like, like that's when you three need catches for twenty one yards is unexcusable. Yeah. As and you're a top five receiver. Yeah, like that's unexcusable, inexcusable, and yeah, I, it's just it's frustrating. Yeah, um, I really I think, and another another thing I think uh, AJ Klein got hurt too, which they were already down in depth for a linebacker. So yeah. I'm not saying that like impacted the game, but. It's just frustrating. I really wanted to see the Bills win, and you know, I think now we the, all did. Now the Chiefs are in their like fifteenth consecutive AFC Championship, and I I hate to say this, but I'm going for fucking the Ravens, dude. I think um, we, I think America is going for the Ravens. Yeah, I just don't want to see the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. All right, that will move us on to this is going to be the first of this podcast. We will do multiple more of these every two weeks or so. Yeah, every two or three weeks. Um, we are going to be doing a mock draft. Be what are we going to call it? Mock draft Wednesday. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. BT and Seaweed's mock number one. Yeah. There we go. All right, we're going to be in control of all teams here. Okay, here we go. All right, I think this is pretty obvious. How do I do? That? I'll start draft. All right, you think you think Caleb Williams is going to be number one? You think uh, the Bears take Caleb Williams? So I'm going to give you my thoughts on this. Okay, well, I think Caleb Williams is better than Justin Fields personally, but it's also like the smarter move for your franchise. Um, Caleb Williams, you know, he, yes, I know a lot, a lot of money goes with the number one pick. You know what I mean? They get guaranteed like thirty mil or something like that. Yes, but. You gotta think like Justin Fields has what one or two years left on his deal. Yeah, he has to he has to pay that. They're gonna have think, to pay him to yeah. stay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Caleb Williams has a lot more fundamentals other than you know running the ball. Um, I just feel like Caleb. Williams, yeah, you can draft hit draft. Um, I just he's the better player. Um, he's the the smartest move in my opinion. Um, like he. Just like in, you know, you've watched him. He went to yeah. Oklahoma. He's yeah. like a precision passer. He has an amazing arm. Uh, what are your thoughts? I I agree with you. I think Caleb Williams is the pick here. I I know Pete Bears fans did not want to get rid of Justin Fields, but 
like you said, you, it's you. You can basically restart your clock on your franchise now. Yeah, for Back, real. You have and five years of Caleb. Five years mm-hmm. of, he can come in and be a top fifteen quarterback already. Yeah. So, I know I don't know who the Bears are going to hire as their offensive coordinator. I did hear Cliff Kingsbury, who would be coming with Caleb Williams from USC. Yep, I've I've seen that too. But I know I also your Steelers are in talks with Mm -hmm. Cliff Kingsbury as well. So I just think it's like the perfect situation for the Bears. They can you know draft him, restart their uh, they got their franchise quarterback. Um, Yeah, they don't have to re-sign Justin Fields. They could trade him for some draft capital, maybe like a late first. Um, Um, Steelers, I would would take him for my for Justin Fields for pick twenty. I'd take him in a heartbeat. Um, All right, he's twenty four. Number two, uh, I got Drake May. Yeah, Drake you? May. I, yeah. I agree with you, but I did see a crazy draft. I think it was Kuiper has Jaden Daniels going number two, I mean, which, which would be funny. It would, but the reason why I have Drake May is any other draft, like the draft on the next, like last three or four years, he'd yes. go number one easily. Yes. He has, you know, the big arm, the fundamentals to be a franchise quarterback, and, you know, the, the, the commanders, you know, they have a new front office, new head coach. They're new, not going to new not, new uh, ownership too. New ownership, yeah. They're going to want to restart. You know what I mean? And um, it's going to be kind of point, ironic. Yes, yes, yeah, Jaden Daniels. Um, he's old. Yeah, well, yeah, he's like twenty four, and Drake made like twenty one, twenty two, and like he's better. You know what I mean? He has better fundamentals. Um, I just think it's the best decision for them. I mean, he has proven. Like he's, you know, he's proven to be a uh, elite quarterback in college, um, and he's always been elite. You know, Jaden Daniels had to, you know, get developed a little. Yeah, and like, um, like you're a Washington Commanders team that has no attachments to Sam Howell, so you know, pick your franchise quarterback and Drake May. I mean, I think honestly, this is my opinion. I think Drake May is a safer option than Jaden Daniels. Yeah. yeah. And so I think, you know, there's no Brandon going Drake May here. Okay. What do you think? I, I uh, agree with you. Yeah. I, yeah. Okay. New England Patriots. New head I, coach, I Gerard go, Mayo. I think they go Jaden Daniels. You think they go? I, I agree. I was going to, I agree. Um, Jaden Daniels is a hell of a lot better. He's shown like he's a lot better um, than Mac Jones or Bailey Zappi. Yeah, it's kind of the same thing. Um, new era, new head coach. New era, new era, new head coach. Um, you know, you bank on him playing like he did his senior year. Uh, he's developed into being an elite quarterback in college, so you yeah. hopefully you hope that translates into the NFL. Um, he has everything. You know, he you know he has uh, a shade of Lamar Jackson in him. With yeah, his... <laughs> it's kind of ironic because they also have Malik Cunningham who had a shade of Lamar yeah Lamar. Jackson. Yeah, it's like you know. But I think you take Jaden Daniels in this. I mean, he's I, – I honestly think – I think consensus is going to be one, two, three quarterback. So, um, I'm sure the Patriots would take Drake Mayer or Caleb Williams in a heartbeat. But in this scenario, they take Jaden Daniels, which isn't a bad pick. Um, what do you think? Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think they needed a quarter – they need a quarterback mm-hmm. in – like in the Mel in the Mel Kuyper's mock draft, they had they had him getting Drake May because they had Jane Daniels going to the Commanders. Yeah, but yeah, all I right. Was, I like Drake May yes. more, and you know, it's like we've been yeah. saying, like, what better way to start your your new uh, era of football than drafting a you know possible franchise quarterback and you know the Heisman Trophy winner? Okay, Arizona Cardinals. I have Marvin Harrison. I agree. 
All right, we both get a have... big get a big weapon for Kyler Murray. Um, yeah. he's Lamar has has not had that you know top wide receiver, and I think that's hurting him a bit. Um, yeah, you get so this. He did have DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, look, look how look how good the Cardinals were with DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, and. I just think you get this big body receiver who's young, you know, yeah. has all has so much upside and low like low floor. Yeah. Um, the best wide receiver prospect in my opinion in the last like ten years, honestly. Hundred yeah, percent. Um, and he has NFL ties and he's been prepping for this. You know, uh, he has all the fundamentals to be you know the best receiver in the league in two three years. Yeah. Have that Jamar Chase type season. Um, what do you think? I completely agree with you. I think I think Marvin Harrison could be the best player in this draft. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if he is either, because you know the Bears historically with quarterbacks tend to. I I think he'll be the most impactful player to start the twenty twenty four season, and I think mm-hmm. I think he would be right now. Depends on if he is drafted by the Cardinals, he would be my favorite to an offensive rookie of the year. Uh yeah, I'd have to say so. Um, especially playing in you know a division where there isn't really. I mean, you have Tariq Woolen and, uh, but like Tariq Woolen's probably the best corner in that division. Yeah, like, I I like it. Marvin Harrison Jr. to the Cardinals. I think yeah. he just. I think that would be a perfect fit in the Cardinals. Yeah, happy yep. gives gives him a new we- Kyler Murray a d- new weapon. It kind of spreads the offense a bit because you don't know what you're gonna get with Marvin Harrison. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you could you, you could you uh, could send him on a go. You can send him on a like yeah, uh, and he can catch anything. Yeah, he he's that uh, you know, go up and get it type player. So, all right, Stu, who do you have the Chargers taking? All right, so I'm kind of like. Um, I could. I I, I think would see I them take a receiver. Uh, I don't. I I so or my thoughts are Joe Alt or Brock Bowers. Yeah, I would say a receiver slash tight end. I mean, yeah, I'd probably say Brock Bowers. Yeah, uh, I, if, if it's if you agree. Um, yeah, I I I was stuck on a wet. I said an offensive like a wide receiver or a tight end. Mm-hmm. I I was thinking either. Malik Neighbors or Brock Bowers, so I'll just get where. Yeah, um, I'm fine with either one. So Brock Bowers, you know, his his draft stock might drop because of his injury. Um, yeah, but I just think like you put Brock Bowers in this offense, like it's gonna be one of the best offenses in the league. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, a healthy Herbert. You got Keenan Allen and uh, what's uh, the uh, Williams? Yeah, Are you coming back? Maybe you maybe you get that. Um, What's that guy from TCU? Quentin Johnson. Maybe he can have a bounce back sophomore year. Yeah. Um. He, he, he just he allows for more. Um. Uh, like just offense. You know yeah, what I mean? Jim like, Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh. Maybe potentially coach team. Yep. Maybe. Um. I just I think this helps them out. I could see them taking a tackle. To be honest with you, yeah, as well. I could, I could see him taking an offensive line or that. Uh. But I just think Brock Bowers fits perfectly into that offense, especially you know if if McCarthy or not McCarthy, um, Harbaugh goes there and yeah, that I if they get their if they get their defense figured out and their offense stays healthy, I could see the uh, Chargers being you know a team to watch next year. Yeah, I I 
I mean, with if Harbaugh actually goes there and they draw Brock Bowers, they could be a contender. Mm-hmm. They can go from fifth to a Super Bowl contender that quick. Yeah, because I think the coaching was the problem in that uh, in that franchise. I don't think it was ever the roster they built. Mm-hmm. All right, Stu, the New York Giants, New York Football Giants. Okay, I could see a wide receiver going like Malik Neighbors or yeah. um, Shanu. I could see anything here from Joe Alt to – but what do you think, in your opinion? Okay, if I <sighs> – I don't think they're going to – I. I have. I could see them taking a second round quarterback. As we can look at the quarterbacks, they're here. not going to take a quarterback this early. No way. No, a second round. I'm just yeah, looking. yeah, yeah. But I'm just thinking, like, you look at their their tackle. You know, they have Thomas from a couple years ago. Um, yeah. But they have no wide receiver weapons. Yeah. That's and it's just I like, would do say. you want do you want Malik Neighbors who provides like wide receiver one right away? Um, Roma Dunze. I don't. I think Malik Neighbors has a higher ceiling, personally. Okay. Um, so I think I'd I'm say gonna, wide receiver here. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go uh, Malik Neighbors personally. I will agree with you because I I was I was oh why did I click on that draft? There we go. Malik Neighbors goes yeah. to he kind of like rose up as one of the better receivers yeah. this year, this past year in college football. Yeah, um, with Jane Daniels. Yeah, he kind of has that same factors as Marvin Harrison. He's a big go up and get it type of player he's fast as hell um and you know this gives daniel jones a weapon yeah which, maybe maybe that's all he needs yeah i mean he hasn't had a weapon you think of all the wide receivers he's had he's had um who uh this he's had alan robinson um darren Sterling waller Shepherd. which Dar- darren wall hasn't done shit uh sterling Shepard, but he's injury prone he's um, he's retired Oklahoma Sooner legend. I think he retired. Uh, Wondell Robinson, you know, hasn't really yeah. proved that much. Um, let me see their wide receiver room. But, like, they just have no, you know, standout wide receivers. Um, yeah, they did pay Kenny Galladay all that money, and he they got, did nothing. When Darius Slayton is your number one receiver, they like, yeah. got a problem. Okay. Um, they have Hyatt, who is a good number two, but I think Neighbors is okay. a true fit. So that will leave. I think the Titans either take Joel or – I think they're gonna go Alofashanu because, yeah, dude, agree. this dude's like he's our age, BT. He's yeah, been elite, he's been in college football since like since he was seventeen. Yeah. Um, good. I, I'm not a, a tackle expert, but what I've heard is that he's a very good, yeah, uh, exterior lineman and you know, good in pass protect. And yeah, I think you need that. I think you need that um, with Will. They, like, they have yeah. Levis. They have their. Fr- I think Will Levis is a good franchise quarterback. Yeah, at least he showed glimpses yeah. of it last year. But so that think, line was terrible. Yeah, and I think you get Alufashanu who um, you know, tightens it up and you know, I think he becomes one of the better younger offensive tackles in the league. And, you know, per, good you know, I don't know which position he played left or right tackle, but I think he'd be a perfect left tackle, you know, provide that blindside blocking for Will Levis. All right. Yeah, I completely agree with you. I, I said they were going to, I think they're probably going to take the offensive lineman. That'll be the first offensive lineman off the board. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. So I completely agree. But for the Falcons, I th- I think they could take Cooper DeGene here. I'm going to be honest with you. All right. Um, I know that. He canceled his like second interview, but like, could you see this being a possible position for JJ McCarthy? Yeah, 
Um, mm. but I don't think he's gonna go. I yeah, no. so my personal opinion, right? I don't think they go Cooper DeGene. I think Cooper DeGene drops a little. Um, I personally like. I could see Romo Dunze going here. I could yeah. see Joe Alt, but um, I don't think you could draft a wide receiver with your quarterback. You know. Yeah, with the quarterback in question, you can't. Um, can you go down a little? Yeah. They also do. It, it does say they also do need edge, so you could see a I, Dallas, I like Dallas Turner. Turner. That's what I was about to say. Dallas Turner. I'm fine with him. I agree with you. you are. Yep. He had, he proved to be one of the better edge rushers last year. Um. He you know kind of struggled against who they play against Michigan. But I mean, they, they were double teaming in the whole game. Yeah, and um, he's just the consensus, in my opinion. Like, I think there's, you know, he's one, the best. he's one of the best edges. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you look at the go to the edges real quick. Yeah. Um, I mean, you have you have verse and Latu. Jared, yeah, I think, I think... Liatu Latu is he has a very big injury concern because yes. he got medically retired from football, but then he came back. He transferred. Yes, he has from... a very high ceiling. Yes. Yes. He. But if you're looking at ceiling, his, I think you have Leon Latu, and then Jared yeah. Verse had an outstanding year at Florida State. But yeah. I think, you know, just safety or like you know going safe. You know, you pick Dallas Turner, who proved to have a good season. What about you? Know, what do you think? Yeah, I completely agree. Edge is a need for them, and I don't see any of these top players really fitting that need mm-hmm. until they can get that quarterback. And I think. Even with you don't need to have a good quarterback in the NFL, I think you can you can there's plenty of good quarterbacks in free agency they could sign mm-hmm. or serviceable that can get them through a season. Yeah, next year's their, quarterback class is also pretty good, right? You have Quinn Ewers, Shadour Sanders. Yeah, yeah. So with the Bears here, I could see Roma Dunze going here. I could see Roma Dunze as well. Get uh, if you're you you're fine to take him. Yeah, because they have a pretty good offensive line. So I think yeah, they, they have young, they have young tackles. They have uh, the guy from Tennessee last year. Um, yeah, and I think I think Dar- Darnell Mooney is going to be gone. Yeah, and this gives them a solid second option, like yes, a wide receiver it. core of DJ Moore and Romo Dunze. This is outstanding for the Bears. Um, yeah, gives you a good weapon for Caleb Williams. Yep. Yeah, um, behind the, you know, I'd say an okay line. Yes, I'm not quite sure how good the line with or guards interior offensive linemen were this the year. Interior is what they needed help on, but yeah, they had they this, had a couple this, pretty good solid players. Yeah, this isn't a good interior offensive line class in my opinion. I think J.C. Yeah. Latham. I think he's a go scroll down a little. Yeah, he's a, he's he's a, a tackle, but as a tackle, yeah, yeah. But I I think Romo Dunze would be an outstanding pick for the Bears and for the Jets. I haven't taken uh, Joe Walt here. Oh, oh yeah, you have to. I mean, he's fallen this far, and yeah. you know. They need an offensive line, especially with Elijah Barry Tucker. He's had multiple like season-ending injuries, so it's just yeah. like you know, protect like Aaron Rodgers next mm-hmm. year. Yep. And then for the Vikings, okay, I, I could see Michael Penix Jr. going here. I don't. I don't think Penix goes in the first round. I'm gonna be honest with you. Um, it's they have a lot of needs, a as lot you can tell, based on their. Um, can you scroll down a little bit? Um, or could they take a Bo Nix? No, go to guards. Guards interior offensive line. I don't think those any of those will be. Yeah, 
<laughs> I, w- I want to say this is like a, a, a sneaky spot for Drewzan Newton. Um, oh, where is he at? He's up up top. He's uh, right oh, there. Yeah. Um, I agree with you. I saw I saw my, Mel Kiper has him falling all the way down to the Texans, which I would be happy with. Yeah. Um, I could see this happening. I could also see maybe like they're taking a shot at Jared Verse. Yeah. Or you I, know, I, like, I agree with Jerzon here. All right, pick him. I don't really know much about him, but um I know that he's very highly touted. And yeah. All right, for the Broncos. I could see a quarterback coming off the board. I want to say Jay. <sighs> JJ McCarthy or Bo Nix here? I that's what I personally. I think, think. I think teams would take uh, Bo Nix or not Bo Nix. JJ McCarthy just because of the upside. Yeah. So you um, have JJ McCarthy. Yeah, because I just don't like who they gonna play at quarterback. They gonna play Stidham again? Like yeah, no. Nah. I honestly, JJ McCarthy. You know, build him under Sean Payton. Um, yeah. Yeah, and you know he's. He has all the fundamentals. I just think he's overrated in my opinion. He should have definitely stayed at Michigan, but um, it is what it is. I'm personally not as high on him, but I, I can see team bridging for him just because of the upside. Yeah. All right. For the Raiders, I think they go to Sealy Fuaga. To least, to, yeah, I could see that. Is there any other tackle? Yeah, I'd say. F- or Latham. I think they go JC Latham. All right. I'll give you Latham because I, I, it was either. I, I think they go offensive line. Yeah. I, I mean, you give maybe a year to. I've seen things. Maybe uh, I have rumors that maybe Russ goes uh, Las Vegas. Maybe. Um, so I could see that. Um, but J.C. Latham was like the he's kind of in the same boat as uh, Joe Alt and uh, Alicia Alou Fashado. They were established tackles in college, you know. Yeah. Um, I think he got injured in the last game, or he, he did. He had a very sloppy college football performance. I think. Yeah, um, yeah, he did. He did not play very well, but mm-hmm. none of that offensive line did. Yeah, so I think JC Latham goes here, and you know they've tried to figure the quarterback position out, and you know I think they have a season next year. What they thought would happen this year, and then being like a top five pick, yes, they actually they actually did keep their head coach Antonio Pierce. Yeah, so it's kind of it's kind of I am looking forward to this. Um, and if they do shit this year, they have a top five pick next year. And yeah, then, you know. Okay, the Saints. I you know the, there's kind of a um up in the air team. Do you want to do you want to draft a quarterback that develops behind Carr no. for a year? No. Or do you want um, Kuwaga here because tackle is a need for them? Scroll down, please. Um, in my opinion, right? I, they, so a, a very cons- like common uh pick they've had these past couple of years. You know, middle of the first. And what position have they like? Um, always you know drafted. They've always drafted edge rushers. Yeah. And so I think this is a spot where Leatu Latu could come in or Jared Verse. Yeah. Um, I think it all depends on who they Perform- like trust more. Yeah, or who think, performs the best in the combine. Yeah, and like versa. I think health goes into effect, and I think Leatu Latu falls. I think Jared Verse would be a good pick here. All right, I agree. Um, especially with uh, Cam, what's his name? Cam. Fuck, Whitmore. I'm a casual right now. Not Whitmore. Oh my God. Johnson, right? Cameron yeah. Johnson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is getting up there in age. He's getting up there in age. Um, 
I think if you want a you know more of a D tackle, you go lay off to lot to. But for like today, we're gonna go Jared Verse. Um, yeah. Okay. For the Colts, I think Cooper DeGene. I think he's done falling. I just get it out of your head that white people can't play cornerback, Subi. <laughs> go to a wide receiver. I don't see what wide receiver are on the board. Uh, you have Brian Thomas, Troy Franklin. Yeah, I don't see them going this early. Um. So go to all positions. Yeah, so in my opinion, right, Tyrion Arnold or Kool-Aid McKinstry number one corners in this draft. Um, I think the injury to Cooper DeGene. Yeah, that could affect hinder him. Draft. So uh, I think Tyrion Arnold would go over Cooper DeGene. Yeah, I guess um, yeah, I didn't take that into account. I know that Cooper DeGene offers more like variability with being a hybrid. You can switch into safety or corner, but I think they go Tyrion Arnold. All right, I um, agree with you. Because I completely forgot about that injury. Yeah. And then I think this is a perfect spot for Liatu Latu to get yeah. drafted. Uh, isn't he from Washington? Coast. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think he transferred. For, let, me, let me see it. Hold on, I can look. He is from California. He played at Washington. He played at Washington his freshman year. Yeah. So yeah, I I think this is a perfect fit for the Seahawks. Um, you know, you take a chance on a high, a very high upside guy, um, and you know this. I in my opinion, like this could be a defensive player or offensive deep or defensive rookie of the year candidate right here. Yeah, um, he he has a really high upside, but he also has a really low floor. Yeah, and I think the Seahawks are in a position where they can, you know, yeah, they, they can, can afford risk to it. take a risk yeah. like this. Yeah. Um, so that's why I think this is a big pick for them. And then the next pick. The okay. Jacksonville Jags. I could see them taking Fuaga right here. Um, Protect Trevor Lawrence, because at the end of that season, he, I, if that's what you want to pick, you, what would you say? I would say either Fuaga or one of these defensive backs. But who who would you pick? If you I'm were scroll down a little. <laughs> I don't think Braylon Trice goes this early. Go slow. Up. Go slow up. I don't think... Hmm... I'm going to hit or miss on this because I could very well see them taking, you know, Fuaga. Yeah. Um, Up to you. Fuck. <laughs> Don't put this up. I, um, I personally think they take Fuaga here because they need to protect Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. Because the injuries he has sustained mm-hmm. last year. I agree. And then he goes to Jacksonville. I think... I think he'll move to the inside. I think he has potential to move to the inside. Yeah. I so. you know, I haven't watched his tape. I'm not an offensive line guy by any means, so I I wouldn't know. Yeah, he, um, he could very well move to the inside for them. Okay. And then the Bengals, I think. Mm. Do you go, you know, do you reach on a Brian Thomas here? Um, I mean, Brian uh, Thomas, where's he at? Oh, right. But I don't. I, but that depends on if they lose. Uh, T. Higgins, yes. Yeah. And are you willing to reach that high to get him? Um, honestly, I think this is a good spot for. 
This is not a I don't, I don't very good position they're in right now. You could, t- you know, Amarius Mims. You could reach on Amarius Mims, maybe. Yeah, um, I, or you could take defensive line. Yeah, um, reach on Braswell or Braylon Braden Braylon Trice. Braylon Trice is the like is a more safe bet over Braswell, but but they're in a position that they can take they could take a risk on somebody here. Yeah, we also got to think they have uh, what's his name Erickson Trey Erickson. Yeah, and so I don't know if they take him. So I mean, I could see this being a corner position, maybe a Nate Wiggins or Kool Aid McKinstry. Um. Who would you go if you were the Bengals? Who would you go for these two? I I agree. I think it's one of these two. Probably, I think Kool Aid McKinstry. Okay, sucks because I'd love him to be a Steeler, but um, you I know, people like teams were afraid to throw the ball to him. Yeah, um, that's why he doesn't have any like the sexy stats that these other corners might see. But and then you got the, the Rams. Rams. Can Bo Nix here go back and develop behind Matthew Stafford? Mm. I don't think so. Um, scroll down a little bit. I think, I think you could put. Um, I Braylon see, Trice, maybe. Braylon, I could see Mems going here. They do need offensive line. Honestly, I would take. Go to positions. Go to uh, interior defense linemen. Byron Murphy could be I, in here. I personally, I like Byron Murphy here. Um, yeah. I could also see Devondre Sweat, but yeah. I think you want to fill that position that Aaron Donald's possibly going to leave. Yeah, so, so I think I'll, Byron I'll Murphy, go Byron Murphy with you. Yeah, yeah, I like Byron Murphy. And then I oh. think this is where Cooper DeGene falls. I'm going to be honest with you, like, and I know I mean some bias because I'm a Steelers fan, but I truly believe he could fall down to 20. Yeah, so and, you, I, I agree. Cooper, I don't think Cooper DeGene falls this far, in my opinion. But I could very well see it happen. I'd love to see it, but I think for the sake of this, I think Cooper DeGene get drafted here. We could use him at you know corner or like a hybrid position, like Patrick safety. Peterson. Yeah. Ugh. All right, Miami Dolphins. They need offensive line. You could see Mims going here. I think this is go to tackles or. A tackle that is rising up the ranks, Tyler Guyton from Oklahoma. Yeah, I've seen them. Um, I've seen Graham Barton. I think, yeah, I think Marius Mims goes right here. Yeah, Marius Mims. Need to protect Tua. The Eagles. I could see an. I could see an offensive tackle going here. I could also see a DB though. Yeah, Lane Johnson's getting up there in age, so maybe they get a guy that can fall. But Nate Wiggins, I. You have to go best available here. Yeah, and I if, think if you um, have him there to take him. Yeah, and I also like go to tackles real quick. You have Tyler Guyton, you'll have Jordan Morgan or Graham Barton. I just think like I don't think there's any linebacker. Go to linebackers. Yeah. Okay. Why am I looking up? Edger and Cooper. Yeah, I don't think it's not a strong linebacker. Draft. It's not a strong linebacker. That's what I'm saying. Um, I'm gonna leave it up to you. What do you think? I think I I think they go Nate Wiggins here. If he, I think you go best player available. Yeah, I could also see like I, this is just a shit for them because all of the you know good 
proven tackles and stuff are yeah are gone and you know they're not very interior line oh, strong interior line. Yeah. yeah. Okay, your boy. I think you could use an edge here. You can mm-hmm. use a wide receiver if you if you're not. I think they have plans on signing a wide receiver or trading for one. So I don't think they draft receiver here. I think Dalton Schultz gets re-signed. Mm-hmm. So I think you go front seven, and I think I think right now is when Trice goes. I I I think so too. That'd be a good pick for them. So I think well, Braylon, yeah. uh, Braylon Trice will be go, will be a Houston Texan, and that mm-hmm. will move us on to another Texas team, the Dallas Cowboys. Yes, sir. And I think this is like the same thing. Uh, can you pick on Chris Braswell real quick? Yeah, I'm gonna see what he is. He, uh, look at first look. Six thirty-two fifty-five. I think if you like, you know, put yeah, uh, you could put weight on him. Put weight on him. I think it'd be a perfect tackle or the tackle spot. So uh, you think Chris Braswell here? Yeah, but I could also see Brian Thomas going here as well because of the lack of wide receiver. So, oh yeah, it's a weak running back class. I could see Brooks maybe possibly moving up. Yeah, but up. he's coming off an injury, so that makes me think yeah. he's gonna slip. But I'm either gonna pick Thomas or Braswell, so you can go. Oh my god, I I don't. I think Edge is more of a need. You can have somebody right next to Micah Parsons because you have a pretty good wide receiver core. Yeah. So I'll I'll go Braswell here. Okay, that works for me. I believe the Green Bay Packers. Who you could? I could see it. I think a tackle goes here. Oh, I thought the Packers were picking. <laughs> yeah, the Packers. I know. I thought like the the Cowboys. Were, oh. but yeah, I got mixed up. So um, I could see it's either going to be Tyler Guyton. I think Guyton has been. Yes, if you going look, up, mock like drafts six seven three twenty. That is a yeah. peak tackle. I for think him. it'd be a good tackle for Jordan Love. Honestly, yeah. uh, he's moving up the draft board. So yeah, I'm confident with taking him here. And he could play the thing. He played, but he could play both at Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. When Jackson Arnold went in, he moved to the left side, and when. Dylan Gabriel was playing. He moved to the right, so he's a good mm-hmm. weak side blocker, weak yep. side tackle for the Packers. With I know they have a lot of injuries, and they're getting up there on age with their offensive line. So I think Tyler Guyton goes here. Yeah, I have to agree. All right, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I think uh, go with go to this, guards. This, this this depends for me. Mm-hmm. If Mike Evans doesn't come back, I think you draft a wide receiver. We're gonna bank on him coming back. Okay, we're gonna rely on him coming back. So, looking at Gar, interior offensive line. Jackson Powers Johnson, that's a name that's been coming up. Mm-hmm. But okay. I think he's more – he could be there for the second round for him. Yeah, I have to agree. Go to Edge. Uh, I mean, Chop Robinson. Oh, yeah. Why is that? Just, if you want to, uh, you know, let's see, uh, reach on him. but Yeah. I could also see Ennis Rakestraw Jr. I've seen Quinn and Mitchell a shit ton, honestly. Or um, TJ Tampa. Can Iowa State man can go up. Yeah, I the thing with TJ Tampa is like he's getting overlooked because he didn't have the stats because like no one would throw the ball that his way. Yes. Yeah, so if he has if corner. I could see him moving up in yeah, this draft. But I don't think the Bucks will take I don't know, dude. I they need a lot. Let, Go to let, the best available. Okay. I think this is like the best available in your opinion. 
I don't think they go Brian Thomas. I don't think no. they go Troy Frank- Franklin. Maybe it's think- it- in this rake straw. I don't uh... Honestly, I'd probably uh, safe bet. Uh, like take a corner. I think. Yeah, and this rake straw, I think, will be picked yeah. here. Mm-hmm. Missouri, man. And then the Cardinals, I think they take offensive line here. Yeah, I have to agree. I think Jordan Morgan. Mm-hmm. Keep him home. Yep. NFL teams tend to do this. Mm-hmm. So I think Jordan Morgan goes here. This is I think this is I think this is a pristine spot for a corner. Or um, I can see wide receiver. Yes, I think I think either you go Brian Thomas or Quinion Mitchell. Um I think Brian Thomas being here, I think you have to take him. Because he has really high upside. Yeah, especially since they're gonna be pissed about the Chiefs picking yeah. there. So yeah, I think they'll probably pick Brian Thomas. You know, I like his uh his ceiling as a player. Um, okay, the Chiefs. I think Troy Franklin could be an yeah, Troy Frank. Like go to wide receivers. Adonis Mitchell is a name. Yeah, yeah Keon Coleman has dropped a little bit. I honestly like Keon Coleman a lot more. Um, he, I think he's lengthy, isn't he? Like six yes, five. He is lengthy. First, like, go to the first look. First look. Um, I think Franklin's really fast. Six three. Oh, you need a. I think they need a speed guy. Yeah, but they have to, their physical guy in Rashid Rice. Go to Keon Coleman, Keon Coleman, and look at his first look. Yeah, he's six four. I, I just like. It depends Keon. on. Do you think they take a speedy wide receiver or a physical guy? Well, they have like a a speedy one for Rashid Rice, and so I just think I can this see is Keon like, Coleman going here. Yeah. All right. So yeah, I will. Keon Coleman, and I think this is where. Aquinia Mitchell gets picked. He's yeah, a because the Lions clearly need a defensive backfield. Mm-hmm. Stra- I so. could see TJ Tampa. Um, what I've heard, TJ Tampa has been mocked to the Lions a couple times, but for the sake of not being biased, I'm going to go Aquinia Mitchell. And then, do you think Brock Purdy goes and gets TJ Tampa for the 49ers? Or Trent Williams is coming back, so I think that eliminates tackle. For yep, him. I have to agree. Um, scroll down for best available. Slowly, slow. I honestly would take TJ Tampa. So um, I I agree. I think TJ I think TJ Tampa will be a first round right. Yeah, I think he. Will, I think honestly, and this is not being me biased. I just think he's gonna have an outstanding, you know, combine, and this could like project him in the first. Um, yes. Later in the first, of course, but and then the Ravens BT. I think this is where Troy Franklin goes. Yeah, I think. They need a wide receiver. Their receiver, you got Odell. He's up there in age, and mm-hmm. and I think this will be a good pairing with Zay Flowers. So I think Troy yeah. Franklin will be the pick here, and that will end our mock draft. Let's see how we do. I guess we don't get we don't get great, but yeah, I really like it. Um, yes, this is our first mock draft. And, you know, give us give us a little slack. This is our first time doing like a mock draft, and we haven't really. Yeah, and we can't do any trades, so maybe maybe next time we will actually be able to do trades and we can try to predict some trades that happen. Yep. Because mm-hmm. I guarantee you not all these picks will be made by the teams that we predicted to be made. Yeah. All right, so this will move us on to, what is it? College basketball. So we college basketball. College basketball. Hold on one second. Let me get it loaded up here. Iowa State's week. They are now ranked number 23rd in the country. They were ranked last week, buddy. 
Oh, they were? Well, okay. Yeah, but that was after... Uh, yeah, we were in 24th. Okay. So, they had what? They only had one game. Two. Well, no, they only had one because oh, yeah, we PC. lost the Mormons. Yeah. Uh, it was so, a good win. Um, to be fair, go to the stat sheet. I want to show you yeah. something for the TCU game. I don't know okay. how they kept in it. Look at the turnovers committed by TCU. Uh, 27. Christ. They had more turnovers than they did field goal made. Dude, that, that that's a hist- that's a trend with Iowa State because then they have that same thing with uh, they had uh when they played Oklahoma State. Mm-hmm. Yep. So Iowa State forces turnovers. Yep, we forced turnovers. We played without Tame and Lipsy. Yeah, um, so you, this is a good win. Any like we've said before, any road win you can get in the Big Twelve is a good yep. win. Yep. Um. Uh, shout out Keyshawn Gilbert and uh, Curtis Jones. Curtis Jones had an outstanding game. His first game starting as a Cyclone. Um, Omaha got some minutes. BT. Let's go. Let's yeah. go. Uh, can you go to the stat sheet real quick? Yeah. Shout out Demarion Watson too. Demarion Watson was a guy who you know played some minutes last year. He's kind of gotten you know his minutes cut this year, but you know he has stepped up uh, defensively and offensively. You know he's been that uh, slashing forward that we need, even though he's like a six four six five guard. Yeah, Hassan Ward is always goaded when he comes to comes defensively. He didn't really play as much this week because of uh, foul issues, but dude, I'm happy with how we played. Uh, I'm nervous for this up-and-coming schedule, though. Yes, we will look at your up-and-coming schedule here. You have Kansas and Baylor. No, Kansas State and Kansas tonight. Kansas State tonight. And then Kansas on Saturday. And then, you know. Both, at, both at home, but I'm just nervous because we always struggle against Kansas State, and then Kansas is just a – powerhouse and i just don't i don't know who's gonna stop hunter dickinson uh-huh. <laughs> oklahoma didn't have anybody so stewie what is your ideal week record one and one probably one and one winning against kansas state winning against kansas yes i see one, one. losing against you're, kansas you're, yeah you're at home so you need to win at least one of these two yeah and you know if we win two of these i think we lock or locked for the tournament in my opinion we'll go up to 16 and four yeah so um yeah, it's this this is a big twelve dude. It's crazy. It's a grind. Um, I'm very happy with how we're playing though. Ugh. So from our last podcast, I didn't I completely forgot. I thought Oklahoma played on Wednesday. They played on Tuesday, so they mm-hmm. went two and one. Uh, that loss against Texas is really bad. It's it's not ideal. But Texas is a hot team. Um with Max Amos, you can and uh Dylan DeSue, he really tore us up. Mm-hmm. Those are Texas could be a sneaky team that when if they can get hot like they were against Oklahoma, Texas can win this conference. Mm, yeah, I agree. I mean, any team can win this conference, in my opinion. You know, besides but, you know, like West I Virginia said, you won you won State. the games you needed to win. You won against West Virginia, and you won you went on the road to Cincinnati and won. That's yeah. two incredibly big wins. Mm-hmm. And you know, Texas, you know, they were a preseason top twenty team. So um, yeah, so Eight Moss is just a dog, and then Hunter, you know, fuck that guy. Um, what's his name? Desu. Yeah, Dylan. Desu. Isn't he like goaded defensively? Yes, he he is goaded defensively because he's really big and lengthy. And, yeah, that's what and I was he to say. he is also a three way scorer. So yeah, um, we really got tore up by Max Abmus. He had twenty two mm-hmm. on us. Dylan Desu had nineteen. Um, we just could not make a shot to save our lives. Shot four for nineteen. Yeah, committed committed eight turnovers, and I think major we had zero we had zero turnovers in the first half. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. The, the, we were we, we were winning at the halfway mark, and then the second half we didn't come out of the locker room. Yeah, and uh, John Hughley is a really named a big one. He's been balling out for Oklahoma. Isn't he a transfer? Yes, he is a transfer from Pitt. Most yeah. of his team yep. is transfers: McCollum, Hughley, uh, Soros, Darherd, this clan Shaq. He's from Serbia. Hmm. Um, Jalen Moore, uh, Godwin was a transfer walk on. And then, and is, I think I think the like a big reason why y'all lost is McCollum. He had a yeah. very lackluster game. They they put length on McCollum, and McCollum mm-hmm. couldn't do anything about yeah. it. But so, like I said, it's this is a toughest yeah. conference in the league by far. Um, yeah. I expect majority of all these games to okay. Be you have two games this week before the next podcast. Uh, you play Texas Tech. And you play Kansas State. You need to win one of these. Yeah. You don't want to start a losing skid right now. Um, I think you really only need realistically three more wins, and you could be a lock for the NCAA tournament. We're fifteen. Yeah. You'll have eighteen mm-hmm. wins if you can just win three more times. I think you're ideally go one and one this week. And I, we struggle in Manhattan, so I highly doubt we're gonna beat mm-hmm. Kansas State and at Kansas State. I think yeah. we, I think we can beat Texas Tech. Mm-hmm. Um. And that's the thing with this league. Like any game is hit or miss, win or yeah. lose. Um, I think we'll have a big crowd on hand, like we did this week, and that crowd really can help us when we make a couple big plays. That crowd can get rowdy, and I think I think we beat Texas Tech. We bounce back and win. I think we lose to Kansas State. Mm-hmm. That'll put us at sixteen and five. I think you're pretty much really close, and you still play Oklahoma State twice, so. Mm-hmm. Ideally, that's a really good thing to play Oklahoma State twice in this conference. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know they play Oklahoma State on the tenth, which that's my birthday. Which you got to beat Oklahoma State. Yeah, for for Port- the birthday boy. Yeah, Porter Moser is uh either either the, because Port- if they lose, BT gonna be drinking. Porter Moser is one and nine versus rivals Oklahoma State and Texas. Ugh. Oklahoma's lost six straight games to Texas. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, that will move us on to bracketology. Bracketology. Let's see when this was last updated. This was updated yesterday at 845 in the morning. All right, let's go slow. I want to get a good glimpse of all this. First team out Gonzaga. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? I, I'm it, telling you, if they lose, if they lose like, you know, a couple more games, and what, the, what conference are they in? The, the West Coast Conference. West Coast Conference. I think that they lose a couple more games, they're done. And Oregon is the last team in mm-hmm. on the bubble. TCA. They still have Texas out after that. <laughs> oh, wait, no, this was before the Oklahoma game. So I think Texas might jump back in after two straight wins against ranked opponents. Yeah. Um, Dude, Wake Forest is looking good, too. Hunter Salas, yeah. yeah. I think he's projected almost in the t- uh, first rounder. Let's go. Shout out to Oman native. Um, so they have Jackson State, Central Connecticut. Cincinnati and Oregon in a playing game that would be entertaining. Kansas State and Ole Miss that would mm-hmm. be an entertaining. Those that would be would. some entertaining playing Chris, games. Chris Beard, yeah. All right. So Midwest, Purdue is the number one overall seed. Oh. Iowa State has moved up to a number five uh, seed. Samford, I like that bracket right there. South Dakota, South Dakota State and Omaha. Yeah, we're uh, South Dakota State has been on a win streak lately. Um, oh. Where, yeah. Do you think they're good enough to be Kansas? Fuck no. <laughs> They won't have no one to stop. Sylvia will be there in Omaha. We'll storm the court if they win. 
UConn <laughs> is the other number one seed. Uh, Wisconsin is a two seed. They're kind of back into basketball prowess. Okay, can I talk about one thing? BYU, yeah. I think could you know be a sneaky team in this tournament. Yeah, especially playing in Salt Lake. That that could be a sweet Salt Lake, and also you know their team is you know literally like. 30 year olds they have a 26 year old guy his name's like spencer anderson right yeah i think he had a kid last week well his second kid there's oh my God. high point they have houston and wisconsin houston. is so overrated dude i houston a number one seed oklahoma still remains a five seed playing drake mm-hmm. oh god no they haven't been nearly as good though this year yeah i think they're six but if, they, what if they went there they play creighton yeah Oh God! Appalachian um, State, Florida Atlantic, who has fallen. I think yeah. if they lose, like you know, handful more games, they don't make it. Yeah, but I think they're in a fair. Uh, they're in a favorable conference to win. They're in a favorable too. position too, coming off of the last year. Yeah, Arizona automatic qualifier number two. North Carolina, North Carolina. Saint Peter's. Like, Saint Peter's is back, Steve. Oh boy, um, North Carolina's looking like you know, in my opinion, one of the better teams in the country right now. Yeah, Nebraska ball number a nine seed here. Um, Steen Hall's been playing pretty good. They lost that close game to Creighton, triple overtime. Yeah, that, that would be a good game, Seton Hall and Nebraska ball. Um, Michigan State's in the tournament back in. Um, Marquette as three seed. I think I thought the – I guess no, they haven't really fallen off. Yeah. Baylor a four seed. Yeah. So, Big 12 now has yeah. 10 teams in the NCAA tournament. That is not including Texas. So yeah. they could have 11 of 14 teams in the NCAA tournament. It's wild, dude. Wild. Really? Completely wild. Um, so that will move us on to the NBA. And we're doing what, – what? who are we doing right now? Lakers week. Okay. Lakers lost last night. They lost to the Clippers. But – they went two and two, like I predicted. Yes, sir. But not the games I expected them to win. Yeah. Yeah. Um. We D'Angelo Russell has been on a tear this week, though. Yeah. yeah um. He's been averaging like what twenty five. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if he's done being a Laker. I. I Dante Murray. Maybe I don't. I don't know. Um. They lost. They beat Dallas. Mm-hmm. Did they have Luca though? Was Luca playing? Yes, Luca was playing in this game. Okay, they lost to Brooklyn, which is inexcusable. Inexcusable mm-hmm. loss. You should have won that game. Yeah. And then Portland, easy win. Um, then, then LeBron, the LeBron didn't play for the Cl- against the Clippers, so I didn't really expect the Lakers to win. Yeah. Um, just. Ideal week. You went two and two. Tough stretch. You have a real. This is a really easy stretch. Really yeah. easy four games. Yep. You need to. You need to go on a four game winning streak here. Yeah. Chicago, you should win. Golden State, they're it, Steph Curry's hurt, right? Right now. So Houston, you should. You have a good enough roster to beat the Houston Rockets. Yeah. And then Atlanta, you should win. But a lot could happen in between then. Yeah. Um, but well, ideally, well, ideally, what's your ideal record, BT? I th- I think I go three and one because I know the Lakers they're gonna lose one of these games. Yeah, but they I, should. Honestly, they should be out of all these games, I think the closest they'll have is like the Rockets. Yeah, I think they'll lose one of these games, so I'll yeah. go three and one. That'll get me two games above five hundred, mm-hmm. going into a tough stretch against Boston the next week and New York, and yeah, 
Yes, sir. All right. Stewie, Stewie, Stewie. We're going with the Indiana Pacers. Mm-hmm. Very rough week. Um, yeah. Owen, what is that? Losing, Owen. One, only one in one of your last six. Yeah, which is inexcusable. I mean, so the way I look at it, right? Um, we haven't been, we've been without Halliburton besides the Portland game. God, he had 17 assists. <laughs> I didn't even Wait, realize that. Yeah. Um, he got, he came back way too early from injury, so he's out for the next couple games. Um, uh, you know, just the team chemistry, you know, it's going to, you know, have yep, you got to build, you got to build it. Yeah. I and mean, we haven't like played horrible. Okay. The Portland game was atrocious. No reason why we should have lost. We, we allowed like Malcolm Brogdon and Jeremy Grant to combine for 70 points. Unexcusable. Yeah. Should have won that game. Two, Phoenix. You know, Phoenix had their big three playing. Halliburton was out, and we lost by seven. I'll take it any day. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I honestly like in the same thing with the Nuggets game. We were winning by like ten or eight points, and then Jokic decides to fucking hit a dagger and goes off and yeah, becomes Superman, and we lose by five to one of the better teams in the league. Um, without Halliburton too. Uh, we have a tough, a very tough stretch. Um, next four games. Um, maybe Halliburton comes back for the Celtics game or Memphis game. I know he's out for the 76ers and Suns game. So probably like <sighs> ideal, probably go two and two, at least win one game. Yeah, I think I think you're one in three in this next four. Yeah, it's just it's brutal right now without Halliburton and um, yeah, it's once we get Halliburton fully healthy and you know we get that team chemistry, I think we'll be a yeah. It looks like you have a couple good games you could build team chemistry on coming yeah. up. Mm-hmm. Um, so that will move us on to our NBA look aheads. Look ahead, look ahead. Doobie, what is your game? So I got the Knicks versus the Nuggets tonight. Tonight. Knicks versus Nuggets tonight. You sure they play tonight? Um, no. I might have. They play... Tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah, same thing. You know... Um, the Knicks are hot right now. I think they Jalen Brunson is on one right now. Yeah, he's playing he to be the all star. Yeah, he could potentially all starter. Yeah, him and Halliburton. Um, he's playing out of his mind right now. OG Anunoby, the trade has done wonders for them. Um, I think they're undefeated. Like I think they won five straight. Yeah. Um, they balled out uh last night in the mm-hmm. Battle of New York. Yep. It was crazy because it was a uh, it was in uh, the Nets home court and there are Knicks fans everywhere. Like it was crazy, but uh, yeah, just two two of the best teams in the league right now. The Knicks are up playing hot right now. You could argue, you know, top three team right now and playing. Um, Nuggets, you know, are are playing good too. Uh, they Jokic is playing like an MVP once again, almost averaging a triple double. Um, I personally think, though, that um, this is where – actually, no, I'm going to go to the Knicks. I'm going to ride with the Knicks, dude. Um, 
Jalen Brunson keeping it up. I think yeah. OG is going to lock up uh, the Jamal Murray and uh, you know Michael Porter Jr. Um, now the only problem I have with this game is who's going to guard Jokic. Um, I wonder if it's like Isaiah Hartenstein, um, which I'm not very confident in that. Uh, but yeah, I like the Knicks. I think they're yeah they want can... they're they're sneaky and yeah. Oh, they've been playing Jericho Sims. They started Jericho Sims last night. Which wow. I'm gonna be honest, if they start Jericho Sims tomorrow, I think Jokic is gonna drop like 50 on them. But yeah, I'm gonna go with the Knicks, dude. They uh. They're playing hot right now, and I'm gonna keep with the hot hand. What do you think? Yeah, um, I completely agree with you. I think the Knicks at home—they have been really good at home. Mm-hmm. Um, I the Nuggets have been struggling against teams that they should not be struggling against. Yeah. Um, so I think that I think the Knicks will win this game, and Jalen Brunson will have a big, big game. Yeah, me too. I agree. All right, so that will move me on to mine. I don't even remember what I chose. You know what? I'm going to change it. I'm going 76ers Nuggets. Battle of the two best bigs in the NBA. Joel Embiid coming off a 70-point game. A uh, 70-point, 18-rebound. On Victor Wembanyama, by the way. Yup. Um, Nikola Jokic has been playing really good. Um, this, is, this is a game that everybody should be watching. Yeah. Two best bigs. I think Joel Embiid... It's in Denver, though. So, like I said, history mm-hmm. of Denver, they have a really good home court advantage. Yep. Uh, battle of the two MVP front runners, in my opinion. Yes, battle of the two MVP front runners. I think Joel Embiid's going to win this. It, it depends think, on if he plays enough games. Yes, I think I think Joel Embiid wins this game for the for the seventy sixers. I think I think he can get he'll get Jokic in foul trouble, and I think. The way, the way he flops, which is just funny at points. Um, so I think the 76ers win this game, even though they are not favored. But I'm going with the 76ers. Sibby, what do you got? Um, I probably have to agree with you. Um, I just think the 76ers are playing better ball right now. Yeah. I just think it's going to be an amazing matchup between you know the two top centers in the league in the past uh, in our last ten years. Um, I probably I'm going to go Nuggets just so we can you know have a little competition. Um, okay. I think Jokic's going to have a good game, a game where Michael Porter Jr. probably you know I don't think. Tobias Harris is playing. Is there what's the injury report looking for? Like looking like this game. Well, it looks like they're all expected to return today. Okay, so game or, time decision. So yeah, I, I think, I think I'm gonna go Nuggets just so we can you know have a change of pace and debate against each other. So yeah, I got the Nuggets. I think Lucas is gonna have a good game. MPJ is gonna have a good game, and uh, Jamal Murray being the X factor. Hi, right, Suvi. You know what time it is? Our favorite segment of the week. Ready? Indeed. Yes, sir. Locks of the week. All right, Stewie. We won. both went three and three last week. No, we technically tied, and Stewie got first pick, so Stewie will go yep. first. All right, for my NBA locks of the week, I got the Timberwolves over the Wizards tonight. Um, Cat's mad. He's mad that he 
dropped 62 points and I got called out by his coach. Yeah, it was just stupid. Like, Finch, go fuck yourself. You were winning and you decided to bitch about Cat and you bench him and then look what happened. You fucking lost. Piece of shit, coach. But yeah, I got the Timberwolves or the Wizards. The Wizards are bad. Um, Timberwolves, good. Um, my next lock nice of the week. This. <laughs> my next lock is the uh, Thunder over the Pistons on the 28th. This is pretty self-explanatory. Thunder. But the Thunder did almost just lose to the Portland Trailblazers. Yeah, but you know. But you know that was a little that was a little controversial ending. It was that it they was are first time. Yeah, no, they're like trying to get it changed. Yeah, uh, I, I still like the Thunder over the yeah. uh, Pistons. I just think that you know Shea is goaded and they're playing good basketball right now. And MVP Shea, he's he's playing like it. Honestly, my underdog is the San Antonio Spurs over the Portland Trailblazers on the twenty sixth. Um, yeah. Wemby, he, the Spurs kind of failed me last week, but it's because Wemby didn't play and they almost won. So I guess the Spurs, I think Wemby's going to have a really good game against the Trailblazers. Um, DeAndre Ayton's a bitch. He's going to okay. get bitched by Wembenyama. Okay. And then I got the New Orleans Pelicans over the Thunder. They're playing exceptional basketball right now. And I'm taking the hot team. Um, Zion starting to play like he's supposed to. Uh, of course, Ingram's playing like he, you know, typical Ingram. And yeah, this CJ McCollum's playing good. Jonas is playing good. Just they're playing really good basketball right now. BT even the bench is playing good with Trey Murphy and Jordan Hawkins and uh, Alvarado. But yeah, I'm just Grand I'm, Theft Alvarado. Yes, sir. I like the. Pelicans over the Thunder. College basketball time for Stewie. College basketball locks of the week. They're both tonight, BT. Oh, they're weird ones. You're pulling one out of my butt. Mm-hmm, kind of. I mean, if you want to take it like that. But I got the University of High Point over SC Upstate. <laughs> Let's go. Um, mid-majors. Oh. I'm not even going to call them mid-majors. SC Upstate just sucks ass. Um, and... You know, High Point University, dude. Like, you know, they're the best team in the country. So, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, oh, God. oh, God. But, yeah, I got High Point. High Point for the dub. And then my oh, upset is Samford over Furman. This is going to be a good in-conference battle. Uh, Furman was really good last year. And Samford is on, I think, a 17-game winning streak, which is kind of weird that Furman's favored. But, you know. I'm not complaining. So I got Samford over Furman right in the hot streak. I could definitely see them being upset though tonight. All right. I'm doing the same strategy I did last week. All my locks are today. Bruh, no way. All right. I'll start off my college basketball. Give me the Indiana State Sycamores beating the University of Illinois Chicago tonight. Um. And this is a good game in the Mountain West for my upset. It's one of the two best teams in the Mountain West Conference. Colorado State. Colorado State and over Nevada. And Nevada is favored to win, so I will go ranked Colorado State to beat Nevada tonight. Very, very good. It's going to be a very good game. Yes, it will be. And then I have my NBA locks. I have Houston over the Portland Trailblazers tonight. Okay. I have the Thunder over the Spurs tonight. My upset 
I have the Mavericks beating the Suns tonight. I think Luca has a big game, and Luca owns the Suns historically. Um, and then somehow, some way, the Pistons are favored to win tonight. I will take the Hornets over the Pistons tonight to wrap up locks of the week. A mellow. I need to get back to my winning ways. For real. All right. Well, this will end episode 18 of Sports Talk with BT and Subi. Like we said, trivia will be posted on the YouTube channel, and it will be ex- it will be a YouTube exclusive. It will not yep. be on Spotify. Obvious reasons. Um. So, if you want to watch trivia, if you're listening on Spotify, you can go to our YouTube channel. It is yep. Sports Talk with BT and Subi. It's the, it's the same thing. The link um, will be in our uh, uh yes for our, our Instagram yeah. and Twitter bio. So. Yes. Um, so you just got to go and click on it. You can see the thing going along here with our YouTube, mm-hmm. with our Twitter and Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, so make sure you rate us five stars. Hit the like button. Subscribe. So, and when you subscribe, make sure you click click on that bell and get a notifications for every single time we go live. There could be some mm-hmm. emergency live podcast. Yep. Um, but H- if, NBA trades. You yeah. Know. If there isn't, if there isn't an emergency in the sports world, you know. we will. We, we will see you again live on next Wednesday, February. No, it will be January 31st. Mm, last right. January. Yeah. Thank you guys for watching. Thanks, y'all.